for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Wednesday, September 30th, 2015, episode 170 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, Wednesday evening, attackoftheandroids.com slash live. Check it out. I'm at Full House tonight. That's Eric. And that's Joey. And that's Nick. And that's Shane. Apparently, we broadcast during dinner time, so we're just going to eat. You guys can... uh, can enjoy that. Uh, we'll start things off. Happy Podcast Day. Hashtag Podcast Day on Twitter, on all the social media networks. I don't know who started that or why, but we need a day too, and I appreciate that. That's an actual thing? Yeah. Hashtag Podcast Day today, September 30th. So Nice. It's like Secretary Day, right? At office jobs where like everyone <laughs> is extra nice to the secretary no one really cares about, but then they all like get her flowers and make her feel wanted. It's the same thing with podcasters. Nobody appreciates podcasters, but if we all like stop podcasting, there'd be a lot of bored people out there, right? So this is the day to commemorate us. So enjoy the show. Does uh, that mean someone's going to send us all flowers? Possibly. Might send you some malware for your Android phone. Uh, let's start things off talking about the Google announcement. Some pretty exciting things. If you were just waiting for the day that you could get a Pixel that was also a tablet... For less than fifteen hundred dollars, maybe <laughs> or more. What's what's the price point? First of all, <laughs> there's a couple of different versions. One for four ninety nine with I think thirty two gigs of RAM, and then the five ninety nine for uh, thirty uh, sixty four gigs of RAM. So those are the two options. And there's an optional keyboard for I think one forty nine. So a whole package. I don't think with that tablet you could use it without that key. Without the keyboard, it doesn't make sense. Because so it's talking... not Android, right? It's Chrome OS. It's a Chrome. No, it's Android. Oh, no, it is Android. Android. Oh well, why couldn't you use it without a keyboard? You just talk to it, right? No, if you look at the, if you look at it has huge, it has huge bezels that uh... that make it look like it wouldn't be that practical as a tablet, a ten point one inch tablet. Um, that, that, that's what I thought anyway. But I, the keyboard though is probably I don't want to say one of the more sophisticated keyboards, but. Um, they have some really powerful magnets in there. That's yeah. all I'll say. So they didn't cheap out on magnets. And uh... yeah, when they were announcing it, the guy that was on stage, he was basically holding it by the keyboard, and then holding it by the tablet itself, kind of moving it a bit. So you could tell they had a little bit of strength to the. How magnet. many times I want to see the cut reels of them like <laughs> testing it out and it just flying through some glass or something until they figured out the proper strength for the magnets. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, like you know the uh, Surface tablets have the key, the the kickstands. Yeah, this does not have a kickstand. It's all magnets. It yeah. holds itself well, up keyboard- by magnets. Yeah, well, the keyboard itself has like a little section. That's where uh, some magnets are, and it has like a, di- a range of one thirty to one hundred, something like that. I can't remember the angle range. Something like one hundred to one thirty range, but uh, that's in place of the uh, the key the uh, kickstand. So, so I got a. I, I got a question. If if this is so cheap, how can they still justify the fifteen hundred dollar pixel? 
Well, that's for the uh, the full notebook. This is just an Android tablet with a keyboard accessory. So it's really competing with the uh, iPad 9.7 inch and the uh, uh, barebone and the lower level uh, Surface uh, tablet. They're it's both not a all the same full, price. It's not a full notebook though. It's just Chrome OS. No, it's just just literally think of a ten of a ten inch Android tablet. No, I know that. I'm saying yeah. I, I'm saying the Pixel. It's not a full oh, yeah. laptop. It's just a Chromebook. It's just a big Chromebook. It's not. It has, has a laptop hardware though. Yeah, it's complete. Yeah, the only thing it, it lacks is like Windows. It has Chrome OS's operating system. Right. As right. the alternate, but it's it's still high level Core i5, Core i7. You know. I almost feel like you can do more with an Android than you can with a Chrome OS, unless you just live in the browser. So that seems weird that you're justifying a fifteen hundred dollar price point for a big giant Chromebook and a cheaper price point, which is cool. I, I think it's a cool device and that's a good price for it if, if that's something you're looking for. But I don't see how that like matches the scale of their like I feel like they're gonna have to drop the price on the on the Pixel now. Well, the, well, the Pixel's not meant to be a big seller, though. It's an aspirational device. They've said this, I think, a few times. Yeah, they make it just—they make it just to have a really high-end Chromebook. I mean, I, they obviously know they sell way more than three hundred dollars Chromebooks, and I think they're, oh, yeah. they're fine with that. Asus does. <laughs> well, I think it's one of those things where you know Ferrari is only going to sell X number of one point two million dollar supercars every year, yeah. but. Because, but everyone wants one because that's the fastest car, even if they can't afford it. It's one of those pipe dream things. If you want to have a Chromebook, you're probably looking at a two hundred dollar, two hundred and forty nine dollar budget. It, but your your stretch goal, if you will, the quota Kickstarter term is this fifteen hundred dollar mega. That's true, though, because, like, I bought a cheap one, I mean, the, the $300 Chromebook, and I have dreams of the Pixel, like, every night. I wake up, like, <laughs> screaming. It's weird. I had the original Pixel, and it was a really nice experience on Chromebook, because you get that screen space and the windowing, and you can forget that you're not running a, um, you know, you're not running an actual laptop. I mean, if, if how many people do you think who used computers, um, I think even a lot of people who would use high-end computers and buy MacBooks and all that, they really spend about 90% of their time in a browser. It's all disposable computing, right? It's all browsing the Facebooks. I think that depends an awful lot on your workflow and what you're doing. Um, I know a gentleman who is a magazine publisher and or editor, depending upon which hat he's wearing at that particular moment, and he has to carry around his preferred uh, MacBook Pro along with numerable, numerous external hard drives to carry all of the photos that he has accumulated in his literally decades of photographing stuff because he might need to reach back into his archives for a reference photo. You should and, introduce him to the cloud. I bet they would be yeah, really, honestly, really honestly, good friends. Really good friends. We're gonna, we're gonna be honestly, together a long time. It, it be, I, I've mentioned it, and there is. I mean, he's he's a gentleman that is not, you know, in our age group um, and whatnot. He's a little bit older, and I think he's he also may work on stuff offline. In what? places that may or may not have. That's no, that's nonsense. There's no such thing as offline. It's 2015. Now I'll tell you the one big difference between like a little Chromebook and a Windows laptop being able to USB tether. You can't install PDA Net on a Chromebook, but you know what? You can install it on a little Windows laptop. 
Now, speaking of little Windows laptops, hang on before you lose that thought. Did a little quick math here on the old calculator. Uh, with the $149 um, a keyboard attachment, you're looking at $648 or $748 for the 32 versus the 64 gig unit. And we've all kind of agreed that without the keyboard, this thing is kind of a non-issue. It's a Transformer well, Prime without the keyboard. Right? Exactly, and that was and, cool. And, and how it, much? How much did we pay for those when they came out? I want to know about six. four ninety nine or something. I feel like they were six, but I, I might be wrong. That was a long time ago. Be, no, I, I think, think I bought them right. after the. I think I bought mine after the price drop. And then we could never even no more than four hundred fifty bucks for it. And then remember, you could even never get a keyboard for it, and that was like the most frustrating thing. I, I went on multiple times, and they're like, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. The 32 gig Transformer Prime that I got was 66666. There you go. And that would explain why you couldn't get any accessories for it. It was the devil. The tablet Uh, of the beast. It was, right? Do you remember? That thing had so many problems. But when it worked. LEDs and big scary. What, the uh, the, uh, GPS add on thing it had? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was useless. All the different little. The little fixes they had to keep releasing for it to fix, like, the screen issues. And, the, yeah, it was that was amazing. Then they abandoned it hard. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they left it for dead. After I posted pictures of that little metal piece cracking, they were like, all right, we're done with this. <laughs> I, that, you know, I still have it. I mean, physically, it's completely dead. But that wasn't a bad... I mean, for the time, that wasn't a bad I tablet, played really. so many rounds of Shadowgun Dead Zone on that tablet. It was the best. But you know what that had that this new Pixel does not? It's a freaking trackpad. There's no trackpad on the keyboard for the uh, Pixel C. Is it possible? Apple did that too. Is it possible the whole thing is the trackpad? No. (laughs) No? Okay. But but the whole thing is an inductive charger. So let's talk. Let's. let's, Hang on on three seconds. Before you go back on that laptop thing. $648, $748 $648, $748 for approximately $500, you can get a really, really nice, very usable 15.6-inch laptop that is not remarkably heavier, I wouldn't think, than a 10-inch and whatnot. Yeah. I mean – then yeah, you can actually do something with it. You could well, get yourself. Keep in mind is this is still a 10 inch tablet. It's not aimed to be a 15 inch. I mean, Samsung's coming out with an 18 inch tablet. If you guys really want something that big, but I'm just saying, yes. like, this is a 10 inch tablet. Uh, Android, the ecosystem is not. Uh, it's not the first 10 inch tablet. I'll just say that, and it's a relatively high end tablet. The hardware in it is like the next generation of what's in the Nexus Nine. It's the X1 instead of the whatever's in here. Uh, it's quad core instead of a dual core, and um, you know it's a ten inch tablet. What can you know? What, what can you really expect out of it? So yeah, I just uh, it has, uh, it has a microphone array on it, which is, which is pretty cool, maybe for podcasting and and yeah. uh, for video conferencing. Here, here's my my Transformer Prime. You can see how big the bezels are. On it. <laughs> it looked the the visions, the pictures I saw made it look like the bezels were bigger on the new one. They're about the same. I was taking a look at my Nexus Nine, for example. And if you look at the top, the top and bottom, the bezels uh, tended to be about the same size. But on the Nexus 9, the bezels are much thinner here 
right. than it is on, on the Pixel C. So it's about it's about the same size as the top and bottom, but all the way around. It may not be too bad, but I think when you buy something like that, you pretty much want to get the keyboard with it. I mean, you can buy it as a standalone tablet, use it for a little while, buy the keyboard later, or buy them both, whatever. So. I think we're honest, though, that we know that they're not going to sell a whole lot of them, and yeah, they're mainly there for they're mainly there to inspire other OEMs. So yeah, it's about it's as expensive as you can get for an Android tablet. Most of them are four hundred, three hundred, even less. Yeah. You can get the I one that so you can get the one that flips around for like three or four hundred. I think it's like an Asus or an Acer or something. Oh yeah, the oh, Asus. Oh no, there's a Lenovo Yoga. Oh, the the Yoga, Yoga too? Yeah. No, yeah, that one too, but that's a little more expensive. Right, but the flip is the one that you guys were thinking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, for what it's worth, there's this comparison chart that uh, somebody found for us um, on uh, LaptopMag.com here between the Pixel C, the iPad Air 2, and the Surface 3. And ironically, the Pixel C is in the middle on screen size, has more RAM. Um, and has equal or possibly more storage, although the price point varies. Um, ironically, for my eye, the, the Surface 3 is actually probably the best deal out of these three. Um, I hate to say that, being an Android guy, but... Um, but it depends it what you want, and that's what it always comes down to. Do you want an Android tablet or do you want a Windows laptop? I think there's better choices for Windows laptops right now than the Surface 3. Oh, but I agree. do you want the thing, thing to think about on, on the Surface is, you know, it being Windows, you have basically their tiled interface, which if you're crazy about that or not, or the desktop interface, and the screen is 10.8 <laughs> inches, so it just depends on how well... You know. It does work well, though, like switching on this thing. When I have it docked in the keyboard, I'm using non-tablet mode. And when I undock it, like you just swipe, hit the button, and it flips into full, you know, full screen apps and, and bigger tiles and everything. The this laptop mag comparison is somewhat inaccurate because if you look, like it says for the Pixel C cameras, uh, not applicable, but as far as I can tell, um, it has a 2 it, it megapixel on the front and an 8 on the back. Yeah, it does. Some of these charts and spec sheets I've been seeing online haven't had all the information, like even the dimensions of the uh, device, height, width, yeah. <laughs> et cetera. So stuff, yeah, stuff like that is not out yet. I mean, the device isn't going to be out for the next month or two. So. Now, I mean, it's compared that, against the iPad Air 2, which it's not, like, it's not really – an iPad to competitor. It's, it's not a competitor to anything it's being compared against no, there. They're yeah, just saying, I, I here's some say, tablets we I found. I would say it's, it's a, fair, a fair competitor to the iPad 2 Air and the you know, smaller Windows Surface, mainly because it's in that, that size range. The iPad Pro is like 12-point-something, 12-point-something inch screen, and it's considerably more expensive, and, it, and it's probably even going to... Uh, I know, wonder if that's why it was included, because it would lose out because it's much more expensive. Yeah. I think it. I think that the point on this particular chart is that the starting price yeah. is equal for all three, yeah. and the size is close enough. Pixel C ten point two, iPad Air nine point seven, um, and Surface three at ten point eight. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it's all. If you were to put three of these side by side, yeah, and you had the names blocked off and they were all the same color, who could tell what was what unless they looked at the operating system and the icons for it? Who knows? You know, at least, 
at least the average user wouldn't like we would be able to tell, but like your average person, you know, that the man on the street that, you know, so. I think we should move on only because. Oh yeah. This is not the most important announcement. (laughs) It is the most important announcement. Shane Brady. (laughs) <laughs> that that thick tablet. It's not her thick and whatever. <laughs> well, then what, Shane Brady, pray tell, do you feel was the most important announcement? Uh, Chromecast Audio, of course. <laughs> That's what cool. What is it with you and the frickin' Chromecast? Chromecast There's, is awesome, yeah. Joey, and yeah. stop talking with your mouth full. Did your mother teach you uh, that? Listen, Chromecast, best thing ever. 35 bucks. Amazing. The new Chromecast app is pretty awesome. The like, update yeah. is fantastic, and it fixed a lot of weird, dumb glitches, like when your laptop goes asleep while it's playing yeah. music, Google Play will just stop playing music, and sometimes when Google Play starts playing music, it plays that first couple notes really loud. Like, I'm waiting for it to blow a speaker on the TV. It's it's really it's bad. It's funny, though, that they call that an update, and to me it's like, it's even the same app, like not even remotely the same app. It's like the other yeah, app it has, set up. Yeah, it, it's got its own main page now that you can go to, and from there you can get your other apps that have Chromecast access. Which I should say, ES File Explorer just came out with a plugin for Chromecast, so now you can Chromecast your uh, allegedly legally downloaded torrent videos. Because ES will play them, and now it will Chromecast them. So it's doing the encoding for you. And uh, it, I tested it out earlier. It works good with TV shows, not so much with movies. Because the file size and our net, our our Chromecast is way in the other side of the, the condo. And the router is back here. So, uh, But the one thing I, I – I mean, the, the new Chromecast app is awesome. works with the new Chromecast. And even uh, – an Android TV, so if you have a Shield TV, you get the advantages of the new Chromecast app. Um, there weren't too many surprises with the Chromecast. People were surprised by the cord. Yeah, Right, but if you, I don't know, I have a couple TVs where it's actually a pain in the ass to put yeah. in the original one, and so you have to get that extender they send yeah. you. It's yeah, definitely smarter. smarter. Yeah. yeah it's, it's totally smarter. You need it's the extender fun. anyway. Well, it's more intelligent in terms of how it... What was that, Matt? I was just saying, you need the extender anyway, because that thing blocks a lot of signal, like, being jammed up in there. Oh, right, right, right. So they, they needed, to, needed to do that. Um, the Chromecast audio, you know, seems wonky and kind of like, yeah, who cares in the beginning? But then I'm thinking about it. Like, Sonos basically said, you know, they charge you an obscene amount of money for, like, a speaker. Yeah. And... It, you could put that money now toward a better quality speaker and then just use his Chromecast audio and you have a better phone. And so, think of it this way. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't thought about this very deeply, but it seems like, let's say if you have a car stereo and you just have an audio jack and you want to use it that way and you can use your ooh. phone. So that's an option. So just is it, on. it's not HDMI, this is 8th inch audio jack for the Chromecast audio? It's, it, yeah, it's yeah, a little... Yeah. Three inch. Yeah, they mentioned RCA too. I have to try that because I have USB power in my car, and I yeah. and uh, I wonder how that will how well that will work. Because uh, then I don't have to worry about the case. That's, that's a good but idea. it's male or female? Like, are you plugging it into something, or are you plugging it's some... male on both ends? It's a little cable about this big, and it's got a male on both ends. So you plug one end into the round Chromecast audio device, and one end to the auxiliary port of any sort of stereo oh, speaker entertainment okay. system maybe even car stereo so that's that's why it's interesting to me i mean i don't know if it needs to be on a wi-fi network or if it can just 
communicate directly with your phone. And if so, if it's just a ad hoc connection, that's that's awesome. That would well, be way mine, cool. Mine get, mine get here tomorrow, so I'll let you guys know. That would awesome. be awesome because then you wouldn't have to upgrade your whole card deck. You could just put this in, put it and in. it would be way better yeah, than it, a it does ad hoc networks. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, um, the audio feature is something that I would actually probably use. Um, I've been debating um, what to do. I've got two computers here in my office. Each has a separate uh, speaker system. And to be honest, a lot of the time I just listen to audiobooks on the speakerphone of my Nexus 6. And sometimes that works, and sometimes it's a little too quiet. So I've been debating adding like a third set of speakers in here, and then it's just going to look like an audio junkie threw up. Um, and... <laughs> um, and I haven't really given a lot of thought as to how I would do it, but the Chromecast uh, with an audio out, that's an interesting thought. And I, I will be very interested, Shane, uh, particularly if you check in with us next week, um, how that how that works out for you. Give it a chance to play with it. Yeah. There's yes. two new Chromecasts. There's basically new improved Chromecasts, and then there's a Chromecast audio. And the Chromecast audio is this device that – that is, you know, allowed that you do that. It's got the audio out, et cetera. So, so Nick, yeah, if, I, I think Sonos should be worried now because now any set of speakers you can buy already have all the Chronos. And they, later this year, they're going to have multi-room syncs, every stereo, every speaker. You have multiple Chromecasts. Every one of them can play the music at the same time. That's what I'm looking forward to. Because sometimes, like, you know, my wife will be working in an art studio. I'll be working somewhere else. And... You know, maybe we want to listen to the same book or something like that. Um, I've looked into getting Sonos systems before, but they were just way too expensive, and I didn't see the value. Um, Thirty-five bucks, multiply that a couple of times to get it in a few rooms, seems worth it to me. But you, and then the thing is, still then it's very affordable to just buy a good pair of speakers. You you don't have to buy like crap Radio Shack ones. So if you um, have the existing Chromecast, is this worth an upgrade or not really? Maybe less of less worth it, but I mean there are some other advantages. There's probably newer hardware, faster, and of course the more wireless, you know, capability. Yeah, it's, it really depends on your network setup too. Now that it supports five gigahertz, um, you know, yeah. maybe maybe that's a better spot for where you are. Yeah. Uh, I bought them because you know because of that, and um, uh, you know, then for thirty five bucks, it's kind of like why not? You know, it's almost like a why not upgrade? You know? Yeah. Do you recall off the top of your head, Shane, was it the, the, just the 35 bucks plus shipping? Or? Uh, what did they charge me? I, I didn't even really look. I just, just purchased. Money bags um, McCoy the, over there. He's just hitting the buy now, buy now, buy now. <laughs> I, I don't mean that to sound douchey, but uh, it's no, not. I didn't even not look at the price tag on my devices. <laughs> you know what you're going to get, so you don't, you know what you're going to get, and then you don't want to get sold out. Um uh, I mean, I had to pay tax, so I mean, that was it. I didn't, they didn't charge me shipping or anything. Cool. I think that so the audio part is worth it. Um, yeah. If you have, I think, I don't know, like I don't use my original Chromecast anymore uh, because it's built into my NVIDIA Shield TV. And I think a lot of the, like a lot of these modern like Android TV devices um, have Chromecast built into it already. Yeah. Um, so if you have one of those, Getting getting the upgrade is probably it's probably not an upgrade or it's not worth it, um, but the audio one specifically probably is. Yeah, if it's that's a unique. For. Yeah, it's a unique. It's a unique device. It's certainly niche, but it's dirt cheap. Like the Chrome, like 
the Chromecast is because it's a Chromecast device, and you can find it. But it's useful in a different capacity. So yeah. I, I wonder how these optical. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people wonder why they just build this into Chromecast. You can't have a device with like four cables and, and all. Yeah, all, hang it off your TV. Yeah, without. I mean, or, or God, that would look terrible. So no, I think it's, think it's pretty cool. I think I think Sonos is niche because it's so expensive, and maybe this brings it into. You know, I was surprised when I heard that my dad was Chromecasting through it from his Nexus Seven tablet. You know, just pop in to think about it. You know. He's got an auxiliary in. He likes to listen to TuneIn.com. Why not just, you know, put it to the uh, stereo speakers in, uh, in his office? You know what they should do, really, is give a free Chromecast audio to all you poor saps that got the Nexus Q, and then that would be... <laughs> they gave him a free Nexus Q, though. Reparations. <laughs> reparations. Yeah, yeah it, it was free. So That doesn't change the heartache and the pain that you've gone through, does it? This, I mean, this is true. It's Look the at emotional... You. And and all the all the phone calls to Google technical support, <laughs> I kind of feel like I earned that freak. How many did you own at one point? Did I send you mine? Eight. All of them. Because I was trying to I was linking them together. I wanted three of them to juggle, but you guys he never... had a nickname from his wife. He, she called him the Borg Queen because he had so many cubes. <laughs> That's like a size no. queen. Ah, I get it. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so all right, so all right, I'm I'm looking at the Google Store right now, and the Chromecast audio only does audio. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 it's hold on, hold on. Yeah. Did you just seriously ask if the Chromecast audio does audio? Like well, no, that... no, but what I'm getting at is There's that two devices. Why would you then by but but the regular Chromecast doesn't have the audio out. I'm just making sure I understand the difference. Yeah, yeah. It depends on your it depends on your setup. Right? Some H- people have their best TV with good speakers, and they can use a Chromecast to stream music and audio. Some people may just have a separate stereo or a separate set of powered speakers. Right. That's what they use Chromecast audio. For. Yeah, like for for me, why I'm considering using it is I've got an extra set of essentially computer speakers with a subwoofer that I want to put in the garage, and then right. just hook up hook it up right there, and so while I'm doing stuff in the garage, I can just use my phone to control the audio. So yeah, I've got this yeah. unused setup that I can use now because of that. Yeah, and the worst is using your phone through, through a quarter-inch <laughs> cable like an animal. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if I'm doing stuff on the other side of the garage, I want to keep this thing with me. No, it, it is much better. Plus, it's a two-screen experience. I mean, okay. Yeah. This, well, this is, what I, this is why I'm confused. Why in the flying heck would you come out with a second device that only does one function that your other device already does when you could potentially just potentially say, put the price up from 35 bucks to 39 99 and build in an audio jack and just have one. All right. Well, one, one, the US, the Chromecast audio has audio hardware inside of it. Um, and, um, so you wouldn't be able to fit that in the regular Chromecast, which has to deal with all the video. It's just two different connections, dude. One is for HDMI, one is for 8th inch audio. It depends what you have. Yeah, no, no, I'm following that. I'm just saying I would think that you would be able to split the audio out of an HDMI connection Mm. that already exists into a different jack. Mm, I I mean, unless it's just a simple fact that you need to have a separate processing unit or something. Analog versus digital. Can't do it. You want it to be all cute and hockey puckish? 
Yeah, I just want to be able to buy one and then I can use it wherever I want to use it. Like, the, for instance, the way I was envisioning this was that, okay, I've got a Chromecast that's plugged into the HDMI port on my TV and I've got an audio out so that if I want to shut the TV off, I can play music through speakers. Yeah, that, that's not uh, – this is going after the Sonos market and, uh, and expanding it. This is this is I want to put one of these in every room of my house and then you know when I have people over for like a party or something play the music from one device that streams everywhere. Yeah, I mean a lot of people do have dedicated stereos. Not everything runs through a TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I said, if you want to use the TV, by the way, you don't have to have the TV on to use a Chromecast. Now we can turn it off. We're fine. Um. So, anyway, I think we should get to the phones. Well, and one last thing, it comes with uh, 90 days of Google Play Music for free, so. Yep. Which will soon have family plans. Yeah. uh, So Eric and and his uh, wife can share an account. Exactly. It'll save me, I think, a few bucks bucks a month. Yeah, two bucks. (laughs) I have the $7.99 version, so, like, it's not that much savings for me. Yeah, well, that's what I have still, and so does she, so that's. It's not much for us either, but uh, whatever. Unless there's, I can a way at least share, unless there's a way of sharing music between the accounts or something. I haven't looked into the actual plan yet, what the advantages a family plan would have as opposed to two different, you know, accounts. Well, it's up to six users, so that's not yeah. bad. So maybe I, you know, talk to, talk to the family. Hey, you want to, you know, split this subscription? Same thing that we do with Prime. Yeah. All right, phones. So which one? Do you want to talk about your crappy Chinese phone first? Yeah, so I, without really even paying attention to what was uh, what the specs were, no, I quick, I was able to quickly order the Nexus 6P cool. um, before it even went up on the webpage because I knew it would be Nexus underscore 6P. Yeah, some people, uh, yeah. So I was like ready. I was refreshing it as soon as I got it. Man, cause I'm not, like last year, getting a Nexus 6 last year was painful. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I went with the 128 gig graphite um, Nexus 6P. I went That's the best looking one. <laughs> I got the Nexus Care because I'm not going to put a case on this, and because it it because it just looks pretty nice. And um, yeah, so that's why I went I went with that. It's a slightly smaller than the, the Nexus 6, which I have to admit was too big. And um, the and I'm I'm looking. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's supposed to get at the end of October. Uh, I thought the phone, I think a lot of the renders made that um, window in the back look a lot more protruding than it really is. Yeah. Um, this phone will wobble. This phone's lens will not touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it will not touch the desk when you put yeah. it down. Not only that, but there's like, I'm not not sure if it's a pad or something, but on the bottom. Yeah, there's, there's another antenna band on the bottom. Yeah, but I like when you put it down, it'll rest there and it'll rest there, and right. it won't mess the metal on the phone. Yeah, and there's a slight concave uh, aspect to the the window, yeah. and so the camera lens will again will not touch the the desk. Yeah. Put it down, so it actually serves some function too, and it's like a wobble back and forth, which I guess the Nexus 5X will. So I don't have any complaints. I don't really know what people could complain about the phone for. It's the uh, I don't think I think the next the, the six the Nexus or sorry the iPhone 6s plus starts yeah at the same price as yeah. what the um, 6p ends um, 
So I'm, I'm looking really forward to it. Uh, hardware, Huawei hardware for previous phones gets good reviews. Yeah. Now we have Nexus software. I don't yeah. think there's a downside. If, if, you ever look at, if you ever look at either read or watch the video reviews of Huawei products, the only thing that people really knock is the operating system because it's like their custom OS, and you typically can't buy them from a carrier. You have to buy them from a, a vendor or whatever. But uh, you know this, you know it's got stock Google. So go. I have so played I, I, with multiple Huawei phones. Yeah, they're shit. I, they may what? look good. They no, may no, no, like no. have that, that polish. No, they're they're shit. Now this might be different because uh, they partner with Google and there's going to be a certain standard in place. But they're in. I I have never liked a Huawei phone that I've used. Um, but you can't. Just, it's it's hard to get a hold of the top line ones. Yeah, it's the flagships, the, the, the ones yeah. they generally And there's not one person not where I was living. Well, you, yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm saying, like, I had we're access not to, to We're not going to judge the phones by what Eric in East Zimbabwe can access. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So, so the guy in Asia, able to actually buy Asian phones, is less well-informed than the dude sitting in fucking Kansas City. In the United States, that's a key part. In the United yeah. States. <laughs> Who doesn't? I just said, like, this is. I, I was think Shane that you've lost. I think Eric's won. This is yeah. that. That was the target market. The, you know, they were saying phones. But I'm, I'm saying this could be different. I'm just yeah. not holding my breath. Right. Well, I'll, I'll say, no one has held a six P and said this is shit. No one's held that, it. And said. That, I'm telling you, they, they might, they might have. They were probably held to a different standard, and that's cool. Um, but just, I don't know. I'm, no, I'm, no, I, I would go five X instead. Why? I, I would go 5X too. Not that I dislike the 6P, but for me personally, I like the screen size better. And when you take a look at the camera hump, you, if you just buy a $7 TPU case like I always do, it'll there goes the bump basically. So mm-hmm. that's not an issue for me. I like so, that hump. But yeah. Aaron, all I can say is in the last two years, a lot of Huawei top-line phones have been reviewed, and everybody's yeah. liked the hardware and not the software. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but they do have, they, they have a whole brand dedicated, uh, what's it called? Um, these with an H, Harmony, Har- okay. something, something like that. That is Harmony dedicated. Harden? No, no, no. Huawei has their, it's a company different. Anyway, they have a whole mm-hmm. brand that's like nothing but mid, mid, uh, mid. Oh, yeah. Like ACC, um, like ACC has a line, uh, can't think of it, but they have a line of mid range phone where it's uh, the Desire series. Some of them are really good, but most are mid range, so. Well, and, you'll, and good news, Shane, you're going to get even more Google Play Music for free because doesn't it come with like 90 days? Yeah, but I, I think I – well, I know at least for the, the Comcast coupon, I'm not – I do not get the uh, – I do not get it because um, they specifically says this is meant for new customers only. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Oh, that shit's weak. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Otter phones. Those are the ones – that that is the uh, honor, honor, like Klingon like honor, honor. Phone. Oh, honor phones. Yeah, honor phones. But the for, honor of the queen. But, but like Eric, I'm strongly considering getting early. I'm strongly considering getting the five X. Uh, it'll have to be a Christmas purchase for me, but that's uh, the direction I'm going. So. Yeah, well, those nice. monthly plans don't look too expensive. Oh, like for the Project Fi or something else. Yeah, with the Project Five. Yeah, that I'm considering doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah Project Five still rocks, by the way. Three months in. Yeah, it looks. It looks, sounds pretty solid. Now we can get other phones for it. 
Uh, and we should say, though, the 5X, I mean, it's obviously the spiritual successor to the 5, which says yeah. I sold all my other phones is one I'm still rocking right now, running Marshmallow, which is pretty good. Um, yes, yeah, I think of, which, when does that get released? Next week, I think. Next week, yeah. We'll start getting rollouts. Um, I don't know. I thought the I thought the 5x price wise kicked ass. Yeah, 379 or 389. What was it? 379 for 16, 449 for 32 gigs. 16 gigabytes should be 429. Sorry, which is still a pretty good deal. Good. 60 gigabytes should be banned. They should not be allowed to sell a 16 gigabyte phone in the United States. Uh, it's too late. Apple does it. Of course, Apple was still selling an eight gigabyte phone up until about eighteen, uh, up until about nine months ago, which is probably criminal through a financial <laughs> lawsuit. Speaking of someone who has a Moto G with an eight gigabyte size limit, I have to agree. It uh, it really it wasn't a problem initially, but the longer I used the phone the harder and harder and harder it got to use the phone because you <laughs> yeah. have to the longer you get up lack of storage. What, what, what generation did you have? Um, third or second? Hold on. Are we on the third now? We're on the second. Um, I don't honestly know. Is there I'm guessing it was the second gen. Yeah, because I think it was... <laughs> No, sorry, go ahead, Trent. Yeah, there's uh, there's three generations. Well, it's it's yeah, three right here in my hand. I don't know if that helps any. Well, uh, is it five inch or five, four point seven? That one looks like the second gen. That's I think the second it's a four, gen. Yeah, that's a four seven. It's kind of sad we can recognize it even when we don't have it. <laughs> well, what what I'll tell you, what's really sad is that you got used to this phone yeah. at this size. And you go, oh, yeah, you know, this is fine. This works well. The Nexus and then 6. that first day, you start playing with the Nexus 6. <laughs> and you're, whoa, hello. Blot and then sun. you drop it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, th- that first day when you when you go, all right, my yeah. size, you know, <laughs> my entire life I've said size doesn't matter. Well, apparently it doesn't apply to smartphones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, the Nexus 6 was too big of a phone. I was interested in getting it, but the Nexus 5 for me was running well enough. But the 5.2 on the new Nexus 5X, I like because it's only marginally bigger. I mean, I had, I had big hands, and I've never had a problem with the phone, the Nexus 6, because you had to wear a case on it, because otherwise it just like looked like this slimy <laughs> uh, plastic thing. Um, just too big. Yeah, I had a friend with, that that, uh, that had it and showed it to me. It, it's, it's just a huge phone. <laughs> So yeah, Shane, you've got the Nexus Protect uh, on the phone. You said correct? Yeah, because I plan not to wear, uh, not to wear, uh, not to use a case. So I'm wondering though, like you, I was looking at the details of this. There's a $79 deductible, and you can you can do you can use the program. You can do two claims on it over two years. Yep. So like, and then there's the initial for you. Was it $89? Um, yeah, it didn't even look. Um, yeah, so that's $227 just up front. Is that, I mean, for an, the phone, I, your phone was probably expensive enough that it's worth it, but I guess, like, in hindsight, like, looking at all this, do you still feel like it's worth it? So if this was a $379 phone, 
I would not have done it. I would take the risk of eating, as you said, you know, another maybe in that case, but another two hundred dollars. You'd probably end up getting a TPU case for it anyways if you get the five X, considering the the case, the back. Yeah. So honestly, this is a, I want to say a little bit of experiment, but like I don't want to work. I don't want to put a case on it, and they happen to offer this cover it. So I'm going to take a risk. And you're right. You are rolling the dice that you're going to get a, a make a claim that's worth a hundred and you know eighty dollars. $160 or more, which I think is very likely if you drop the phone. Mm. If that happens once, then I will put a case on it, right? Because it definitely would pay itself off by then, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's been for yeah. $699 or whatever you paid for the 128 Yeah, definitely. I would. Oh, I didn't pay that much for it. Isn't that how much I'm looking? Oh, 6P, 128 $649, excuse me. Yeah, that's just about right. Yeah, yeah. Altogether, it was uh, 89 was for the Nexus Protect, yeah. And when is your shipping date? Uh, I do not have one yet. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I have one, but I mean, I don't consider that realistic. It's like delivery date, October 30th <laughs> yeah, to November 3rd. Yeah, yesterday, I was, I was in my Google Plus feed. I was hearing people say, hey, the date's this, and then they'd say, oh, now it's this. <laughs> so, obviously, it's moved a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. If I go to the website, it doesn't, it doesn't give me any uh, status yet. All right, Eric. I'm I'm looking at the announcement on Android Police um, for the uh, for the Nexus Protect thing. What are you basing that two hundred and something done dollars? I, I'm, I mean, I'm unless I'm missing something here. The eighty nine dollars is a one time charge, or is that per year? It's 89 to buy, and then for each unit you replace, there's a deductible. $79 deductible yeah. per incident, up to two incidents in two years. Yeah. It's the same as uh, MotoCare, I think, which I also bought on my Moto X, which gets And, and think about that. That's the maximum. You, you do a minimum of 89 and you pay for it up front, and you don't have to worry about it. If you do drop it, then that's when you have to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, is, is there any such thing as a screen repair under $200? Uh, no. <laughs> Not that I know of. I mean, I'm just looking at this with the idea of let's just say that once in two years I accidentally drop the phone and yeah. it shatters. Yeah. So then I'm out a grand total of $89 plus a $79 deductible, and I'm getting a phone – I'm getting a replacement phone that's worth, you know, $600-ish, yeah. and I'm getting it for a grand total of, like, 160 yeah right. i mean i've always considered myself to be a super careful guy but i dropped my nexus uh five once when i was pulling my keys out of my pocket the nexus five was out was in the same pocket and it fell on the ground fortunately it fell on a tpu case in, in an area where it wasn't affected but even the most careful of people will likely drop a phone at least once oh yeah yeah uh, that reminds me um little tip just fyi um there are a lot of people, myself included, that have bought otter boxes over the years. Um, they're an extremely rugged case. I'm not going to knock that. However, there is a warranty. They say, you know, if the if the case gets damaged, you know, come back to us and we will warranty the case. Well, here's the kicker. If the case doesn't get damaged but the phone gets damaged, they don't cover anything. Yeah. 
So plus if you buy a really large phone and then you get an OtterBox for it, <laughs> you're carrying a tablet at that point. <laughs> yeah, and what it was, I had an OtterBox for the Moto G, yeah. and um, I I it, it was a really stupid thing. It was dark, and it was a black case, mm-hmm. and I shut it in the trunk lid of the car. Oh, uh, yeah, that is so dumb. I shut the trunk on it. And then when I couldn't get the trunk to shut, I kept shutting the trunk. That'll teach you. So I shut the trunk like six or that? eight times. And I just go, what the frig is wrong with this trunk? And I, I killed the Moto G that was inside the friggin' thing. The irony is, is that the OtterBox didn't Are you blaming OtterBox for not res- <laughs> No, the OtterBox didn't have scratch no, on it. But I, what I'm saying is that I was under the impression that if I bought the OtterBox and something happens to the phone, they're so confident in their product that they yeah. will re- reimburse you the phone. That's not the case. They will reimburse you for the case yeah. if the case becomes damaged. Did you tell but them it, that story? Hmm. Did you tell them? Well, I kept slamming it in the car <laughs> for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Don't you guys test for this? <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys I, really no. should test for the Camry trunk shutting chalk <laughs> no. test. You know, um, yeah. And it, but the thing is, is the case came out of it without a scratch. Yeah, that's I'm not thing. kidding you. I you still have it back to them. They would look at it and say, "This looks great." <laughs> Send it back. So. Yeah, I mean, so when I call them, I'm like, "This is what happened. My phone's dead. Um, what are you going to do for me?" And they basically said, well, how's the case? And I said, the case is fine. They're like, well, sorry. Sucks to be you. <laughs> That's good to know. Click. Yeah, I mean, uh, Joey, if you go to the website of the FAQ, there is a question about what if you slam the phone in a trunk multiple times. Uh, they do not cover that. They say that right on their webpage. It's right there. Well, Black that's and not even there. <laughs> that's so not even there, Shane. You're making that up. Uh, not at all. the steamroller. Uh, what I think happened was is they had a big laugh about it internally, and then they decided to put it up on the website. Yeah, right. Anyway, but um, now it was one of those things where I, I guess I heard one thing, and the sales guy that sold it to me probably said another, um, and I just didn't, you know, quite get it. So, so FYI, don't shut your phone in a trunk lid. All right, that's uh, the more you know, I guess. Um, <laughs> So what I guess what do you guys want to talk about next? We got Apple Music on Android. We got BlackBerry powered Android phones. We have Nvidia Grid. I don't know. You guys tell me. Nvidia Grid. I, I mean, only you and I have Shield TVs, Eric. So I don't know if that matters. Um, anybody else? But, but those people out there might have them. I, I I don't think I'll be able to use it much because I don't think our connection is good enough. But. Uh, Maybe other. I, it sounds like it's only like for a lot of games. It could be pretty good. I thought you had like a solid connection, or is that only on your phone? I've got LTE connection. Yeah. Okay. Oh, even your home connection is an LTE connection. Oh no, no, no. I have DSL home connection, but I'm just saying it's. I don't. Every time I went onto their test service, it said you know kind of. Eh. Oh. Well, it, it before it was in it was in beta, if I remember right, correct? Like the grid service. So now this is this is basically saying that October first, so that's tomorrow, um, it will be available for anybody for seven ninety nine, and you'll be able to play up to I think 
it's like 50 games or more than 50 games. Um, modern games, I'm seeing Witcher 3 on here. Um, so, yeah, but you, like you said, Shane, you have to have a good internet connection, which I don't think either of us have. Yeah. Unless, does it, does it do some sort of caching? No, it's, it's stream. As far as I understand, it's like everything's happening on the server and it's just streaming, yeah. it's streaming your inputs and, uh, and dedicated racks line. of, of, uh, part of servers with NVIDIA hardware and Intel hardware, but they're just racks in a data center. I think they probably, I would not be surprised if they have data centers in different locations or their equipment is in different data centers in different locations. But yeah, it's a video game streaming service where you essentially just play it, play the game remotely. Yeah, it's the Netflix of gaming. Yeah, back. Yeah. I like the first comment. It says the dream of the Sega channel is alive and well. <laughs> you know, I, I had a friend who had the Sega channel. He loved, like, years and years ago. He, I mean, he, he really liked it. Yeah, was, weren't the other ser- services like on something? What was it? Uh, on live, I think it would still yeah. exist. Yeah. So here's the thing: I don't know. I mean, they have some good games. Vanishing of Ethan Carter. I might be figuring on this. Um, supposedly, uh, oh, The Witcher: Wild Hunt is on there. Yeah. I think that there's, so I, there's a market it's still, for this. It's still, yeah, it's still listed as NVIDIA Grid on mine when I know it's going to be called GeForce Now. Now? Yeah, GeForce Now. Yeah, so I, I'm no, waiting for I assume there's going to be some sort of update tomorrow. I mean, I, I see where they're going with this. This is the recurring subscription model as opposed to the one-time purchase. This is the we get a little bit every month and then we can keep coming out with new updates and we have a constant revenue stream and whatnot as opposed to this blocky revenue stream every time a new version comes out. But I I don't know. This is one of those things where I, I guess I in some ways I'm just still too old fashioned in that, you know, it just strikes me when I buy something. I want to buy it. You know what I mean? When I buy yeah, you it, own I it. want to own it. Like like you buy a video game, you want to actually own a hard copy. So, right. You can buy it. Interesting. You can actually buy the game outright. Um, and then you get a special code for downloading it to your PC. Now, the caveat is you save games. Do not transfer. Or they haven't figured that out yet. Hmm. Uh, so, you're, oh, three months of a free trial. That's not wow. bad. That's, that's yeah, good. that's pretty good. Compared to, Game, yeah, compared to Gamefly, which gives you an hour, <laughs> or the PlayStation, which will give you a week. Wait, Game what? What? Gamefly? Never heard of it. What are the, the Gigaflops coming to? Is that just how much power the battery? Like, Performance, even... bro. Do you even? <laughs> how much? What does that even mean? Like, where are these Gigaflops happening? One Gigaflop is That's... equal to two hamsters. So the processing power for each that's allocated to each yeah, unit. Maybe they're using bare bone, like bare metal server for each. You know. I mean, you know, you know. Is this like okay. a- right, right now we're going to find a new service that has 1.21 gigaflops, and I'm telling you, when we hit 88 miles an hour, that tablet is going to see some serious shit. That's right. Speaking of which, that trilogy. Back to the Future is available for free on Amazon streaming for the month of October. Cool. Seriously? Yeah, I don't. You can't buy it. I mean, but you can rent it for free. Just oh, that's it. cool. 
No. I think I feel like I'm a more patient gamer. Like I'll just wait until the Steam sale happens and I'll <laughs> buy games for really cheap and then I'll play them over the year. And because I can do like the in like the like the home network streaming to yeah. um to a shield device, it's not for me. But if I'll tell you if you're a if you're a teenage kid, if you're one of those indoor kids that's you know, doesn't see sunlight most of the time and you're just like cranking through these games this is very economical. Oh yeah. Because I, if I had a kid that was doing that, eight bucks a month versus spending forty nine or you know fifty nine dollars for a, a new game multiple times a month, it, it, there's no question. How much would you pay that classic game on it? What's that? What if it had classic games on there? It should just come with them because they're classic and <laughs> only play for ten minutes each. I'm sort of over it. I don't know, <laughs> like it. If I wanna if I wanna play like a, a classic game, like I'll I'll just go I'll buy it. Eric's I'll, like I kinda grew up a few years ago. I, not, <laughs> no, I just I, I think you know what ruined it for me was was uh Square Enix. Like, <laughs> Final Fantasy game coming out. Oh you gotta be kidding, listen. In the US it'll be uh, the Shield TV will be an accessory to Google Fiber customers customers in Austin, Kansas City, and Provo. But I don't get Google Fiber because I live in the sticks. Still not enough to want to move to Utah. Or Kansas. No, but or Kansas. To move to Austin. Yeah, I'll say, come down to Austin. Yeah, it's too hot. Well, that was, that was, that was expensive. Legalize weed, I'll think about it. Nick, where do you live? Uh, well, Houston. But uh, also, I'm telling I mean, my wife, we're telling you to move to Austin sometime next few years. Or, uh, you know, well, you you touched... Oh, sorry. We touched on it earlier. This uh, thing from Tech Times about Apple Music being offered for Android. And here's the thing. This sounds like one of those things where it's like, oh, my God, Apple is making something for Android. Oh, and everyone's getting all fangirl. Here's the thing. It's a music streaming service. If you have a music streaming service like Google Music, Amazon Music, Spotify. or apparently Apple Music, or Pandora, or Slack uh, Radio, see, um, or Spotify, or Spotify. Ardeo. I was thinking of Spotify Radio. Audio. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. Or Satellite mm-hmm. Radio. XM. Or AM, exactly. AM FM Radio, even. <laughs> okay, well, we're kind of getting off topic Police here. Police scanners, uh, but, perhaps. Uh, it, my point is, is that you don't limit your service to one platform because you are inherently limiting yourself to a certain percentage of the market. And anybody that is paying at all attention knows that the Android smartphone market is orders of magnitude larger globally than the Apple smartphone market by so by market share. Is, if you, is Google Play Music on iOS? It is. Yes. Okay. So who gives a shit? Yeah, this is what I'm getting at. Is this is like a non-issue? Get to it quicker. No, I think it's because iTunes is still not available on Android. You can't do iTunes movies or anything like that or TV shows on the Android device. Right. And other other services interact with anything on uh, on Android. Now, if this Android app comes out and does have Chromecast support, I just you know, just, it shows that Apple doesn't really care. Does about Play Music on iOS have Chromecast support? Yes. Oh, okay. So there's no reason to think it wouldn't. Well, because Google built it. 
Apple's on, building it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, Chromecast Audio has something with audio mirroring, which doesn't work as well as Chromecast support, but I guess you can work around it that way. So anything that's playing audio, you can direct it to a Chromecast Audio anyway. That's like mirroring your screen. Yeah. Does this announcement, does it speak more to, like, a changing Apple? Um, or does it speak more to a, a failing service that they feel like they need to put it on a platform outside of their own? I would say both. I would say that it that it's the first, maybe not the first, but a major sign uh, that they have realized that they are not the majority platform in the smartphone world. And I think it's also a, uh, a, a notice that they are willing to bring their experience, if you will, to somebody no matter what platform they're on. And that's definitely something that I don't think Steve Jobs would have condoned. Uh, no. Well, he maybe put iTunes on Windows, so let's not. Let's yeah. not get well, the, the, the thing with iTunes, well, the thing with iTunes, it predated their success. When they were making iTunes, I mean, Apple was having to be bailed out by Microsoft before. Right, but, but Apple, it's true. Right? But Apple does consider music very important to them, and they're, they were obviously falling behind. Yeah, and Windows as an ecosystem is like 98% or 90-whatever percent of the market, particularly yeah. at that time. So, But you talk about changing Apple. Do you guys remember the headlines last week? Apple sells record 13 million iPhones in one weekend mm-hmm. compared to 10 million last year. You know what they didn't tell you in any of those stories? Almost any of those? Last year had a 10-day waiting period before you could get the phone. This year had a 16-day. Last year did not include China. This year it did include China. iPhone sales on opening weekend were, in fact, flat. Now, that's, I mean, that's a huge number, but that's not the story you read. And Apple probably knows it internally flat. Yep. So, um yeah, they if they want music to be big, yep. I, I have to say, from a personal standpoint, music is one of the most important things I now I'm involved in on a daily basis, like you know, uh, curating playlists and finding new stuff and all that. It's very important to me. And so I, you know, if Apple Music was really really good, I would definitely check it out on Android because I don't really care about the source as much as I care about the quality the music service. Yeah. Now all the reviews for the iOS version makes it sound like it's going to be a piece of junk. So not a concern of mine. Um, but I think Apple, people inside Apple think the same way about music, you know, even if they don't have very good good choice in uh, bands, they put up their, their, um, their announcements. So you can't not reach, you know, Android users. And the largest streaming service in the world is YouTube. Yeah. You know, I mean, so... They, you know, they need to tap into the Google, the Google thing. So I don't know if I think they would have done this with Steve Jobs at this point, um, only because flat iPhone sales, you're obviously falling behind the streaming music. You got to go where the listeners are. And YouTube music, I know people don't even think about YouTube as a streaming service, but every one of you, I bet, has done this. Hey, I like the song. Why don't you take a listen to it? Let me find a YouTube link. I bet every one of us does that all the time. Yeah. 
I um, literally have done it four or five times in the last 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. Well, my entire Google Play music list is built <laughs> that way. <laughs> if I hear about another song, oh, do it. You know, I thumbs it up and it goes in my thumbs up playlist and it's just in the right. rotation now. So if Apple is going to talk to the labels, right, and say, hey, we're serious about music, the labels are going to tell them, no, you're going to go make an Android version because, you know, not everybody in the world is, uh, is on your thing. Yeah, I, mean, I am will be, I will be checking out Beats 1 once it becomes on. Even though I have iOS devices, I can check it out. I'm going to wait until it comes to Android. Beats 1 does not charge you, does not cost you anything. I'm going to check it out once it comes to Android. So yeah. I mean, Amazon's, they, they have some of their services on Android, too, so... Amazon's ridiculous. I don't understand their strategy at all. <laughs> we we want to sell rock bottom devices, make yeah. no money because we want to sell content, but we won't put content on Android or make it very difficult to put yeah. content on Android. Well, I have to admit the uh, the Amazon Music app is ridiculous. Um, every every day, every year, every month, whatever, I go in there and I look, and I found yet another thing that's on there for free. Um, I, just to give you an idea. I can't remember what the lag was. It wasn't immediate, but it was relatively immediate when you could go on and for free get the Daft Punk random access memories uh, full album for free right on Amazon Music. That sounds like, that sounds like a punishment to me. <laughs> now you're right um, on my music. So now you. It's like putting YouTube, a YouTube, uh, YouTube album on your phone, forcing it down your throat. Jeez, man, tough crowd. Uh, yeah. But, okay. Uh, hey, Matt, where are we? Where are we sitting time wise? Do we have time? Uh, no, that's all the time we have. What's our email address, Eric? <laughs> oh well. Our email address is showatattackoftheandroids.com. That's fantastic. You can send Joey music tips. <laughs> Please share, share your Google Play music playlists with Joey and make them full of aqua and blue. Aqua. And Eiffel 6.com. That's our site. We're on iTunes. We're on Twitter. We're on Stitcher. We're on all those fantastic sites that you are also on. So check it out. Subscribe in the show notes that Eric writes because they're awesome. We'll see you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.